Welcome to the E1 Podcast Movie Matinee. It's 7 o'clock, you know what that means. Grab your cherry Coke, your big bowl of popcorn, and settle in for tonight's feature film. The Chosen Boy. Oh, The Chosen Boy. In conjunction with our friends at Where Rat Productions. Now, <laughs> studios, wh- but that's fine. Whatever. <laughs> I was going. I had a thing. It's, you're still going. They didn't even know it was me. I was doing it so good. The Chosen Boy is an epic adventure film with a colorful cast of characters. Before we jump in, let's meet some. Of course... The titular Lordo, the chosen boy, will be played by Joel. He is an ugly, skinny. Should I just read the the? Yeah, just read. You don't okay. have to do the voice. You don't have to put on a, a show I'm anymore. I like it. You don't put it on sounds any, good. I'm putting any on a show. I'm having fun. People. They know it's you now. Joel is an ugly, skinny. Well, it's not stu- Joel. It's Lordo. I knew what I was doing. Yeah, an ugly, skinny, stupid, talentless boy who's been chosen to be the chosen boy. And wait till you meet Lordo. Oh man, because that, like that's what I was gonna yeah, do. See, that's, yeah, what, that's that's the whole thing. Yeah. you know, you know, if you give me a little faith, maybe I can I can deliver something here. We you know we'd finally be able to make it in Hollywood. We can stop doing these stupid things. I think we should call this whole thing. Brian off. Winchester, the Merlin, will be played by Charles. A Merlin from across a distant pond who is known for his magical pen. That sounds interesting. Swoggle Cherry Popper, the goblin rogue, will be played by TJ. Swoggle is a real rat bastard rogue who is a horny kleptomaniac. (laughs) Cedar Playfair, the elvish blade master, will be played by Elliot, an elf who is a 20-foot... Somebody say that word for me. Masamune. It's Sephiroth sword. It's heavy, and he pulls it behind him because it's very excessively long. Beagle Barnswallow, the dwarvish bard, will be played by Jesse, a bard who can't remember the words to his shitty songs. He also might be a vampire. Playing the villain, Viju Pichu. <laughs> Viju Pitsu. The gunmetal dragon is a very handsome man named Alex Branson. Eh, I think he's kind of ugly, skinny, stupid, and talentless, and has been chosen to be the gunmetal dragon. The chosen to be the gunmetal dragon. Yeah. He's a dragon who likes to eat virgins. He lives on top of Castle Daleburg, which is a big rock on a big rock near the village of Daleburg. Yeah, Castle's not a big rock. It's on a big rock. It's a castle, Branson. Dandy Suckle, a fairy, will be played by Renee. Dandy Suckle is a fairy who wears jean shorts. You can basically imagine where we're going with that one. I think she has a bikini top, too. Well, I, yeah, I mean, just throw that out. Daytona, Daytona Beach. Daytona vibe. Beach. There's a lot of Daytona <laughs> yeah. Beach. So if you guys know anything about Daytona Beach, or if you don't know anything, just Google it. If you don't it know anything quick. about it, you got to get down there this summer. And of course, the mother of the hero will be played by Margie. She has no name. She, we literally we just, just had the mother. The mother. <laughs> when we can't. We also can't say the. <laughs> and there will be many more colorful characters. So why don't you sit down, relax, light up a gigantic cigar, and enjoy our feature film, The Chosen Boy. <laughs> Upon a time, there was an old crone 
And she said this. When upon the night so black there blows an ominous wind, and upon the blood moon, which is in the sky when the cold wind blows, and looks cool cause it's red like blood, upon the night of the 20th of May, betwixt the signs of the bull and the twins, by which I mean the Taurus and the Gemini, cause this is the olden days when we still believe in that stuff, on the cusp of energy, there will be a village ruled by a dragon who demands virgins, and maybe he has sex with them, I'm not sure, I, I don't actually know, it's just a rumor, but be that as it may, there will be a village, and it will be very, very fortuitous and star-crossed day when the stars are all in the sky, and like I said, there's a blood moon up there, and underneath that bloody blood moon there should be a crazy event the birth of the chosen boy this very chosen boy will be so chosen that no other chosen one before this chosen one was chosen quite like this there's a good reason why this chosen boy got chosen for something and we'll tell you about it later. Anyway, if you can't tell yet, this is a fantasy world from back in the past, in the olden days. But to us, we're used to living in the olden days because it's, it's the only days we ever know. You know, like we're still living in them and it's really important to us that the chosen boy be born under the blood moon on the night of the cusp of energy, which like I said, lies between the bull of Taurus and the twins of Gemini. Oh, oh, did I mention that the blood moon is the moon of Zador? Also, we call our planet GlaxoSmith 5. But that isn't very fantasy-like, is it? So we won't mention it too often. Uh, you honestly don't even need to remember that. In fact, you should just forget it right now. All you need to know is about the boy who is chosen. This very chosen boy will be known as the chosen boy by the birthmark that says chosen boy in a sick old English font across his back shoulder area and also the number one on his back too. Uh, by that I mean that his back looks like a hockey jersey, except with Derek Rose's number on it. Anyway, that is how you will recognize the chosen- Grandma, shut up! It's bad enough I'm in this shitty house eating this shitty gruel! I don't want to hear about your prophecies again! I'm almost finished! Anyways, what was I about to say? Uh, uh oh, his name is The Chosen Boy! It comes in of the morning type birds are chirping etc you know the drill this ain't your first rodeo the image fades and fades and gets blurrier until the screen is just filled with soft yellow light and then we see a boy really more like a guy really lordo wake up lordo it's your birthday huh oh good morning mom what time is it it's already 1325 time to wake up dang it <laughs> I slept through more than half of my birthday. That's not an auspicious beginning to my 33rd year on this earth. It's your birthday, Lordo. You can do whatever you want, homie. <laughs> you were born under the blood moon betwixt the bull of Taurus and the twins of Gemini on the cusp of energy on this very day of the 20th of May. That I was. Anyway, what did you get me for my birthday? 
Here you go. Go ahead and open it. Click X to interact with items and people. What the fuck are you talking about? If you want to invert the controls, you can do so <laughs> in the settings menu. Are you, are, you, are you feeling okay? Did a wizard do a memory wipe spell on you again? Do you want to skip the tutorial? Seriously, you're freaking me out right now. Okay then, why don't you click X to interact with your gift? Oh, okay, uh, fine, here, here goes nothing. Lordo clicks X, opens the gift, and he finds a bunch of stuff in there. There is like five potions, 50 gold, and some adventuring gear which includes some leather armor that just screams level one, and a wooden sword. Oh, homie! It's some basic adventuring gear. This is what all the great adventurers start with. That's so sick. I can't wait to go on my adventure. It's so fun being the chosen boy. Well, let's not be crazy. It's not conclusive. It's like, just because you have a disgusting birthmark on your back that is the words chosen boy right in the middle of your shoulders, and you also have a number one underneath that in a way that looks like a hockey jersey, it doesn't prove you're the chosen boy. But it's exactly as the old crone described. Well, she's like 35. That's barely crone age. At best, she's like the world's youngest crone, so we don't even know how good her prophecy is. Just as the mother explains to Lordo that he may or may not be the chosen boy, a serendipitous rip-rap-rap-rap happens on thine chosen boy's very own door. Is that someone a-rapping upon the door? Yes, it is I, Brian Winchester the Merlin of this very village of Daleburg, a-rap-rap-rapping upon thine door. Brian the Merlin, I've seen you around town while I've been growing up these past 33 years. <laughs> what brings you here? Well, as you know, in this village, you become a man at age 34. So now that you're 33, I just wanted to check out your birthmark that says chosen boy. Cause if it's true that you're the chosen boy, then there's a really important task for you to do. Let him down softly, Brian. He's really invested emotionally in being the chosen boy. There's no way ever it could be my son, even though he's the only person in town who doesn't have a walk cycle. Some people just have that it factor, you know? And Lordo don't have it. I love the boy, but he just doesn't have the stuff. This kid sucks. <laughs> okay, well, let's pop that shirt off and get me a good look at that sucker. I'll see if it's the real deal. Okay. Oh. Oh my god. Yo. Yo, this is it. This is a chosen boy. This sounds like the beginning of an okay adventure. Nothing to write home about, but we're maybe a story in a bar or something. Quickly, we must away to the town square to let the peasantry be aware that thou art, in fact, the fabled chosen boy of legend. Huh? What's up? Well, let's just go to the center of the town and tell everyone about the stuff that's happening. We see them go to the town square. There's a bunch of peasants there walking around in predictable patterns and talking about the wheat harvest or whatever. Some of them have bowl cuts and some are cross-eyed and they are talking about their favorite dirt mounds. In the middle of the square, there's a raised platform that's usually for executions or the auctioning of goats or virgins. But today it is going to be where they announced about the chosen boy. Everybody of the town, we have long <laughs> awaited the arrival of the Chosen Boy. Anyway, he's already been here for 33 years, but now he's ready to really do his thing. Please, everyone, check him out. His name is Lordo. He may not be the best boy, but he's simply the most chosen boy. He's not very handsome. Skinny. Shrugs and peers at the audience. Skinny. Short. Little short. 
Not the sharpest tool in the shed either. Wishy-washy. Wishy-washy. Never seen him around a hot girl before. Stinky. Stinky. <laughs> Come on, man. Anyway, the old crone would be so happy to know that the prophecy has been fulfilled. I'm only two years older than the chosen boy. I'm not that old. Whoa, did you make the prophecy when you were two? That's wild. Anyway, let us all join together and- Suddenly, the sky darkens and a large shadow is cast upon thine very village of Daleburg. What the fuck? Me no know. We under attack, we is. From above, the evil dragon, Viju Pitsu, appears, who is of gunmetal in color. They wouldn't know he was gunmetal colored back then because it was the past before guns, but you know that color from the present. Actually, if you are listening to this, that means you are from the future. So maybe the guns are colored different for you now. Basically, it is the color of a stealth bomber. He flies in directly from Castle Daleburg. Oh, snap! Ah, shit, I forgot about this guy. It's Vijupitsu, the dragon who rules over our town from his castle way up high upon thine rock. We've suffered under the lash of the dragon for years now! Thirty-five years, but who's counting? Maybe this boy can... The massive dragon Vijupitsu suddenly lands, and the resulting shockwave makes the entire village tremble. Viju roars, turning his attention to the town square. <clears throat> what the fuck are you guys doing? I said you had to clear all of your stupid peasant announcements with me. You guys are constantly wasting time. Last week you tried to have that donkey shit festival. And let's be honest, it was fucking unsanitary. Oh man, sorry I forgot to ask you. I smoke a lot of silly wizard weed and it makes me stupid. <laughs> I mean, actually while we're on the subject, you want to toke? I mean, it makes you feel stupid and has no downsides. So. Nah. I'm good, bro. I'm more concerned with how I had only one simple demand after I took over the shithole of a village, and you are failing to deliver me virgins! Vishu Pitsu, the evil dragon who rules from Cassadaleburg! You are a fiend that robs this village of its virgins! We scarcely have any virgins left! I might be the only one! <laughs> Damn, you're still alive? You're so old as fuck. The peasants and denizens of Daleburg are shaking in their proverbial boots at the gunmetal dragon. Most of them have shit and pissed their trousers in fear. It stinks. A lot. Everyone smells it, but they all feel sort of guilty and self-conscious, so no one really says anything. Have mercy, big lizard. I've sold my worst. I'm going to hold my breath so it can't see me. <laughs> Enough! This brattle bores me. I'm tired of having to come down here and threaten you stupid and dirty people. I need those virgins I asked for, like two. Maybe three if I want to be bad. Where are they? The villagers begin to murmur rumors to each other about how the dragon probably fucks the virgins, which is super weird and gross. I'm sorry, hold up. What? 
What the fuck are you dirty apes doing speculating about anything I fucking do with your patchy beards and your constantly soiled doublets? You think I would fuck these things? You could fucking seriously believe I would spend my time fucking you nasty little chicken nugget people. Look at me. Look at you. I could fuck whoever I wanted in the entire universe. I would never fuck you. You could never make me come. There is a secret nest for horny dragons outside of Daytona Beach where they not only les out, but they also get freaky with their big tongues and do nasty shit. The kind of shit that makes you want to nut. I'm like, oh my god. She's doing some shit to my shit, and I don't even know what she's doing, and I'm just like, head back, beer in hand, loving every second of it. Understand? Well, what do you do with them? You're probably shagging him, you know You think I'm rogering slags for the goofs? Please! I eat them. Is that better worth? Well, me, no, no. Am I still the chosen boy? Shut the fuck up! No, 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 no. Wait, he makes a good point. I think he's the chosen boy because he's going to stop you and save our village and end the evil tyranny of your evil reign or something like that. Chosen boy. You wouldn't happen to be a virgin, would you? Are you trying to fuck me? I would never fuck you! No one should ever fuck you! You should have listened to my disgusting speech about the Daytona Beach Dragons! I heard what the other guy said. You are stinky! S-T-I-N-K-Y! Hey, 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 man. This is kind of awkward, but we don't have any virgins right now. I mean... You ate all the ones we had, and the rest stopped being virgins because of fucking. But, like, I could smoke you out instead. Like, I got this Cali shit that my cousin grows out there, and it's like a really heady wizard high, like for Merlins, you know? And it's called Silly Wizard Weed, and I really like it. Look, I, I get it. I eat, I eat, not fuck, a ton of virgins. So, I, I get it. I'm a reasonable guy. But surely you must see this from my point of view as well. You guys were good early on. I got a virgin a day for a couple months. That rocked. But now let's face it. You guys are not only sending me not virgins and telling me they are virgins, but frankly, I hate to say it like, like this, but you are sending me straight up sluts. Like seriously, guys, like face down, ass up sluts. And I tell you what, I'm trying to eat these sluts and it is stringy and gamey and they are all gristle. And they stink because of what you did to them. And I'm the one holding the bag on all these fake virgin, hard-bodied, crazy fucking sluts. (laughs) It is just not right. So maybe you guys could cool it on the sluts and send me like, if you can't get virgins, get like, Floozies, Max. Once around the bend is good, too. Honestly, whatever you got, unreasonable. But if a virgin shows up, send him on my way. All right, well, I bet we can find you a virgin by nightfall. Because there's this forest over there, and they have a lot of fairies who are very prude and chaste of loyalty true. So I bet we can find one for you that has never fucked or sucked on anybody. <laughs> hey, that ain't bad. Don't mind if I could get on that action, too. 
Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Because uh, if you're the chosen boy, I bet somehow that will help us out eventually. But if we're going to do this, we're going to need some adventurers. Okay, well, I'm going to breathe my dragon breath on you and go away. But you better have me a nice virgin by nightfall, or I'm going to start killing everybody! Viju starts breathing fire everywhere, really getting into it and rearing his head back, shooting some into the air, sweeping back and forth with it, really making a meal out of it, really indulging himself. The peasants all start to scatter, but Lordo and Brian and a few hardier adventurers start to hold their ground. Ipso facto remorium. Brian raises his Merlin pen and writes out a spell in the air as blue light begins to form the shape of a shield. This is my wizard pen. I use it to do my wizard stuff like casting spells and signing my rent check. Don't, don't just save us, save the rest of them! Oh man, that's such a chosen boy thing to say. <laughs> I got a good feeling about you, chosen boy. But nah, I'd like to save those guys, but my stomach hurts a little bit, so this is all I got. Uh, but I think they could defend themselves. Let's look at them now and evaluate their different skills as they all individually respond to this unique situation and the problem of fire being sprayed everywhere. Brian and Lordo see a man nearby. He is short of stature, but thick of girth. He's a, he's a fucking dwarf, not like a short person, but like the fantasy race or ancestry of a dwarf. You get what I mean, whatever. Anyways, he walks up with a cool mauve, solid body, jazz master complete with a tremelo bar, Fender V-Mod 2 jazz master single coil pickups, a deep sea maple neck, a rosewood fingerboard, a glass polyurethane body finish, and a 9.5 radius. Whatever that means, as the flames seemingly overwhelm him, he emerges unscathed, and he is playing a sick riff when approached. Oh, homie! And whomst might you be? Oh, pretty sick, right? My name is Beagle Barnswell, the Dwarvish Bard, and I go around playing my shitty songs for whoever <laughs> listen. They aren't great, but they're my songs, and I'm gonna stick with them. Righteous. Hey, are you like some kind of chosen boy or something? Yeah, actually, it turns out that I am. Oh, man, I'd love to sing a song about you. It wouldn't be good, but, you know, it'd be something. That'd be fun. It may, you know, might make you feel pretty cool. Oh, the dragon's coming back around. Get down! That's right! Here comes another volley! Things are about to heat up! He's going right at that guy! Look at the size of that sword! Viju flies down to a horizontal glide and starts blasting fire breath at a mysterious warrior. He remains stationary and calm as the dragon approaches. He is a despondent elf about 6'2 who is wearing one of those flag things attached to his back and pulling along a 20 foot long Sephiroth style sword. He looks super cool, and as the dragon approaches, he hoists his large sword and starts spinning it. It looks like he's trying to dispel the flames before he reaches him, but instead he takes off like a helicopter <laughs> from the big sword and dodges all the big flames nimbly. Wow, that sword is big! Uh, uh-huh. How big is it? It's, uh, like 20 feet big. That's crazy! Glad to have you aboard. By the way, what's your name? Uh, aboard what? I just walked up here carrying my family's heirloom sword. I don't know. I was hoping Brian would explain to me soon. But it seems like we're trying to get some adventurers to play and have fun with us so we can stop with the dragon. Uh, Brian? Who the fuck is that? Anyways, I'm Cedar Playfair, Elvish Blade Master. Right on, right on. Gnarly, dude. 
Um, did I mention that I'm a, a chosen boy? Uh, chosen boy? Or the chosen boy? Lordo looks to Brian to see if he answers first, because he isn't quite sure. But Brian is not paying attention and just exhales a big plume of silly wizard weed. Hmm, I'm the chosen boy. Oh, uh, yeah, say no more. Uh, sounds pretty interesting to go on a quest with the, uh, chosen boy. Uh, seems kind of weird that you're, uh, you know, middle-aged, though. Nah, in this town you become a man at 34. I've still got a whole year to do my thing. Yeah, uh, okay. Hey, look, uh, this looks like that dragon wants to come back one more time, and I, uh, kind of bet it's the last. Viju circles back around to the town square. He hasn't killed anyone yet because they keep doing cool moves and he is getting pissed. He sees a small figure amongst the fling crowd, barely three feet tall, and dives down towards him. Looks like things are about to heat up! Sh I already said that one! Looks like it's out of the frying pan and into the fire! Viju blasts his classic fire breath at the sole tiny figure. The tiny lone figure throws off his cloak dramatically to reveal armor as black as night and armed with the dozens of small daggers. As the dragon unleashes his fire breath, the sole tiny figure deftly darts into a crowd of peasants. As the fire melts their flesh from their bones and leaves their skeletons standing up looking like a bunch of dumb dead pussies, the sole tiny figure begins to cackle shittily. He drops his cloak and reveals his small, pointy green face. He is clearly a nasty goblin. Oh yes, another easy win for the nasty fucker. Time to do rob these dead dumb people. Swoggle starts going through all of the dead peasants' pockets. He finds a rubber band, some jacks, and a bent paperclip. He opens three wallets and gets a total of seven flies. He also takes some guy's pelvic bone for some reason. I love the nasty! Lordo and Brian watch from some distance away and begin to approach. The dragon has flown off to the castle, satiated in his destruction. As Lordo and Brian near Swoggle, he greets them with two of his fingers splayed out, and he is putting his long, weird, snake-like tongue through them and pretending to lick. He's, he's doing the, the pussy-eating gesture. You know, the pussy-eating gesture we all know and love? Nice moves. All the rest of the guys that survived wanted to join up with me on a quest. I'm kind of the chosen boy around here. Interested? <laughs> what do we got here? Look like you guys are gathered a party. I'm interested. A little bit about me. I'm a nasty little rock hard moron with sticky fingers. And I absolutely adore pulling out my fucking rod. So what's up? Am I in? If I'm in, you should shake my hand. Lordo reaches towards Swoggle to shake his hand, and Swoggle pulls out a very small knife, like comically small. Swoggle thrusts the little knife into the palm of Lordo's hand. Oh, fuck! Gotcha! You need to never trust anyone! That's my first lesson to you. Thank you so much for teaching me. I'm kind of new to this. Okay, well, these warriors <laughs> shall do nicely. This looks like a well-rounded adventuring party for us to quest with. I'm really excited to go play in the forest. But I don't know the first thing about adventuring. But you are the chosen boy. I think you'll do just fine. Besides, you have the power of my wizard's pen at your disposal. Yes, and you have my nasty little Rodney. 
And, uh, like my, uh, 20-foot-long, uh, Sephiroth sword. Oh, and my mob saw by Jazzmaster, complete with tremble bar, Fender 5 Mod 2 Vazmaster, single coil pickups, deep sea maple neck, rosewood fingerboard, uh, gloss pre-earthing body finish and a 9.5 radius. All of those things will be very useful in our quest. I believe we should go to this crazy forest I know. I say it's crazy, because it's a little bit tricky. It'll mix you up and get you feeling super stupid because it's constantly tricking you. That's why they call it the Tricky Forest. They got some virgin fairies there, and they also have something else that we might need. I know a guy who hangs around there who gets all these crazy icicles that never melt and can puncture tough dragon scales. Basically, it sounds like the perfect thing to stab a dragon with. That sounds fun to play in the forest. I think we should do it. Yeah. I know, I'm basically acting like the leader here, telling everyone what to do, and giving all these background details, but you're the chosen boy, so I'm gonna try to stay in my lane and let you give directions and shit to be the leader. Huh? What's up? Oh, chosen boy, lead the way. Your warriors are ready to do battle. Let's go in there to get the things we need. Yeah! Yeah, yeah okay. With the party formed, the party heads out to do their adventure. They leave Daleburg and head to the Tricky Forest, which you have already learned about. Screen wiped to the edge of a dark forest. The skeletal trees are spooky and scary. Maybe a bat flies out of there or something. The colors are, I don't know, purple, green? Maybe uh, blue that's so dark it's almost black? One night, one might call the scene ominous. Some of the trees have spooky spider webs too. As the party approaches the forest edge, a man wrapped in rags of dark red begins to crawl out of a Bugs Bunny looking hole in the ground. His head is completely covered in a head wrap, but one yellow eye can be seen through the wrappings. He is struggling to get out of the hole because his big belly is so tubby and flubby and cuddly wuddly that he is kind of like if a guy was a big oinky piggy. You know, the kind of pig I mean. The classic pink kind. Uh, uh, mm. Come on, come on. <sighs> Hello there, sir. Do you need any help? No, got this. Just try to... Come on, baby. Daddy shouldn't have had those three extra cans of baked beans. <laughs> the man wrapped in dark red cloth finally squeezes out of the hole with the sound of a comical pop. There we go, damn! Oh, you know when you move into the hole in the ground and you're like, I'm gonna save a lot on rent and utilities. But what they don't tell you is you're living in basically a hole in the ground. You live in that hole? Yeah. Anyway, the name's Sledge. I'm the local merchant here next to the Tricky Forest. If you're in the market for snake rope, bungle chunks, tiny twisted pieces of wire, plus two great axes, little bits of lint, always burning candles, hubris humps, vorpal swords, cunicorn, balls of dung, stinky fish, crumbs. Oh, what kind of crumbs? Just crumbs. If you're in the market for any of that shit or pretty much anything else, I'm your guy. I'm the premier... I am the premier dealer of sucker shrimp, ugly worms, sections of 50 feet of rope, juggle jumpers, adventuring abacuses, tarnished tumblers, curse plate armor, sick dogs, and... Oh, hey, Brian, how's it hanging? 
Oh yeah, hey Sledge. Uh, things are pretty good on my end, man. Uh, how's the missus? Ah, she's dead. Stepped on a puddle in the forest that was actually an incredibly acerbic pile of slime and dissolved her right then and there in front of me. But hey, you win some, you lose some. What can I do for you today, Brian? You haven't been around these parts for some time. Looking for more of those banging boom shrooms? I got to do a two-for-one special. Oh, snap. Yeah, I'll take two then. I mean, uh, look, I'm a little slow on scratch right now, but... Uh... I can smoke you out. I mean, this silly wizard weed I got from my uncle in Toronto is crazy. You know how most uh, silly wizard weed is blue? This stuff is green, so you know it's the good stuff. Uh, don't, don't we have more important things to be worried about right now? Uh, wow, that's just a dead ringer for what the chosen boy would say. I guess you're right. Um, Sledge, we got a bit of a dragon problem over at Daleburg, if you could help us out. Ran out of virgins? Yeah, ran out of virgins. Our wizard friend here told us that you might be willing to, like, sell us a never-melting icicle or something with, you know, which we may slay the dread lizard. You know, I will try to persuade you to aid us in this, uh, you know, endeavor by playing you a song upon my very jazz master. He begins to sing Imitremus by RHCP, but fucks up the lyrics halfway through and kind of mumbles. Wow, that fucking sucks. I mean, I know. I, like, warned you. I warned you all. It was weirdly derivative of multiple genres and just lazily constructed. Uh, clearly uninspired and quickly thrown together. Like you were just trying to uh, cash in a check or something. Not nasty enough for my taste. Yeah, uh, like, no passion at all. Just, uh, made for a car commercial or something. Oh, man, all right, damn. So, with the never-melting icicles, I'm fresh out. Sold the last one to a zombie jackal who was coming through last week. Dude was a freak. <laughs> I usually get mine from the cave in the middle of the tricky forest, though. You should be able to find some there. Would you like to see my wares regardless? I've been working on a cryptic rhyme that I say before I unveil my goods to adventurers. Uh, that's, that's okay, I think. Uh... There once was a merchant who lived underground. He had a big belly from beans that were brown. He sold mostly trash, had a permanent rash, and no one liked having him around. Well, uh, that's actually uh, way better than Beagle's lyrics. Oh, man, I might steal that if it makes people like me more. Is there a hidden message to that limerick? Is that about you? Hey, nice observation. Looks like we got ourselves a chosen boy on our hands, huh? Sharp as a tack and quick as a whistle. A little stinky, though. Not much meat on those bones. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, totally. I mean, we've been over this. Yeah, kind of has a bad attitude, too. I thought he'd be, uh, you know, like at least six foot tall. All right, jeez. I actually think he could stand to be nastier and stinkier of a potato there on. Yeah, clearly that's your thing, Swag. I mean, if the whole world was nasty, you'd, you know, just be normal. Oh, no, no. I'd still be nasty. No, I'm saying, like, you know, comparatively, you know, relatively speaking. No, 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 no. I'm fucking gross. I got this thing I've been doing with my earwax. No, it's, <laughs> it's great to sit here and chat, but I've got wares to pedal. I wanted to also say, though, that I expected the Chosen Boy to be a little smarter. Be that as it may, let me know if you want my wear so I can get on with my day. I found this weird-ass frog that I will sell you at a discount. 90% off, out of that. Take this, please take this frog off my hands. Hmm, 90% off of what? Money, dummy! Hmm, how much money is what I'm asking? Nudging Lordo. Oh, what do you want the frog for? I don't. I'm just trying to understand what this guy is trying to do, just in general. 
He lives in a gr hole in the ground, for Christ's sake. Just whatever you got. Just anything. I'm going to be honest. I just need a win. It's, it's been a while since I had a win. I'll give you one gold piece for it. Whatever. Here's the frog. He's pretty weird if I got to say so myself. No, no returns. Lordo takes the frog and throws it into his backpack and closes it. Well, I guess that's that. Another win for Sledge. Back to the hole. Unless you guys want some beans or want to buy some string or whatever. Uh, I, uh, I think that we are uh, okay. I know the hole doesn't look like much. Um, I'll be the first one to say that. But it's got a lot of room down there and it's nice and cool and it's full of worms. Swoggle's eyebrows, oh, yeah, Swoggle's eyebrows raise, and he licks his lips a little. All right, well, we better hit the dusty trail that leads right into that tricky forest. We've got a fairy to abduct, and an icicle to pluck, and a dragon to kill, and a chosen boy to follow. Oh, jeez, I don't feel like I've been leading anyone at all. <laughs> You're too skinny. And stupid. And, uh, bad breath does the motion with his hands like something stinks in front of him. Stinky, man. All right, well, I hope nothing bad happens. Have fun playing in the forest, and just look out for the car park gang. The party had already left and didn't hear any of his warnings about the car park gang. Also, as they are all walking away, you hear them muttering about all of the flaws of the Chosen Boy and how they did not expect him to have so many weaknesses. The party heads through a narrow hillside passage and turns a corner to see the majesty that is the tricky forest. It is big as hell and green as fuck. The sunlight in it looks so good, there are flowers and toads and all kinds of shit like that. Oh, I hope we don't get lost in this spooky f f forest. Oh, how brave of you, Chosen Boy. Don't worry, my 20-foot sword is always dragging behind me. It makes a Hansel and Gretel kind of like path in the dirt that we can always follow to get back home. Like if Hansel and Gretel ate dirt instead of candy, these two people I know. Well, but you know, maybe we wouldn't get lost if we just like chopped down all the trees in the forest so we could, you know, see the forest more better. I want to eat a rat that I find. <laughs> Exhales a bunch of silly wizard weed. Oh, that plant sounds good to me. What plan? The rat? I'm chilling, you. Uh, not not too much. What up with you? I'm chilling. I want to eat a rat that I find. <laughs> An ominous squawk pierces through the forest, followed by a squirty fart noise. It is quickly followed by other squawks and squirt farts. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like my type of scene here. What is that noise? I just assumed that squirty fart was you, Chosen Boy, because of how you are in general. Just sort of a general loser. Damn, you guys are really just laying into me now. Being the Chosen Boy sucks. Stinky. Okay, but who is it actually? Oh, wait, I see, I see, I see, I see. It's, it's, it's these guys. They look like some birdmen. A flurry of feathers descend from the overhead tree branches and land in front of the party. You can tell that they practiced this move because some of them hit cool poses when they land. They are brandishing stupid and impractical weapons like flails, morning stars, crescent blades, some kind of double-sided Darth Maul type sword, and one guy has a, a big rock. We stopped already when you did your drop move. Fuck you! Fuck you! Fuck you! They all assume battle poses. 
I don't think you understand who you are talking to. I'm some kind of crazy chosen boy, and I need you to get out of my way. You are no chosen boy. I have never thought about prophecy. I got to see terror prophecy. Get out of here with that stuff. We can do this the easy way or the hard way. Give me your stuff. Without my stuff. No, I need my stuff to accomplish my quest. Your stuff! In the middle of talking, the leader of the Birdmen takes a real quick oh shit on the ground. It is white and gross, and he tries to kick some dirt over it with his talon real slickly. All your life! Hold on, man, that's... don't do that. But God, what? You, you shit right in front of us. Oh, uh, yeah, that kind of threw me off, too, man. I, I didn't... I didn't... Oh, notice. You kicked dirt over it. You noticed. That's so... Instinct. Don't tell me how I have it. Don't tell me how my own body works. I didn't try to shit. It just came out. It's a quarter. Don't tell him about that shit. <laughs> okay, fine. It's not a big deal, but... <laughs> Another of the Birdmen shit while Lordo is talking. Okay, okay, it's just, it's hard to concentrate. But why? Because you keep shitting. No, I didn't. The other guy. I did. <laughs> Wait, so you do admit that you can tell when you shit? I mean... Uh, he looks around at other Birdmen. Uh, the leader seems pissed. I can tell a little. You're this whole thing. That's why the only one does this. Rock. Two of the other birdmen start shitting too. <sighs> Maybe we should just wait on fighting until you guys get it all out of your system. Cause this is insanely immature. Like, just try to shit for a second. All of the birdmen shit at the same time, except the leader. <laughs> don't listen to what they say. Don't, don't, don't listen to what they tell you. I'm the fucking leader. Oh, fuck this. This entire intercaution is hurting my self-confidence. Attack! The Birdmen all charge the party. Weapons held high. The Birdman with the flail approaches Swoggle, swinging it menacingly in the air. Swoggle turns around and puts his little butt in the air. Oh, could you flare me a slimy little butt? I'm a bad winner boy. Time for my spanking. The Birdman <laughs> is kind of put off by this. He doesn't really want to do it anymore. In this moment of hesitation, Swoggle jabs his dagger into the Birdman's neck, drags it down, and cuts off his little chicken breasts. He puts one of them in his pocket in case he wants to eat some raw bird later. Oh, looks like your bird is cooked. Well, I mean, it's still raw. But I might cook it later. In either case, you are now dead. The Birdman, <laughs> with a Darth Maul type of sword, comes running at Beagle. Beagle raises his jazz master and deflects the first blow. They skid away from each other and both turn to charge again. Oh, good thing you have feathers because I'm about to blow you away. Beagle begins plucking away a shitty riff on his jazz master. It is very out of tune. The Birdman with the Darth Maul type sword hesitates as he tries to understand what is happening. Beagle keeps plucking away but nothing is happening. Oh, hold on, hold on. Let me let me tune it. You had time to get ready, but I didn't, so you should let me tune it. Mm, me, 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 me. 
Uh, so, re, me, la, do. Once, one second. Beagle starts fidgeting with the guitar, and after a moment, the Birdman stops waiting and rushes forward to attack. He slices horizontally with the back end of the blade and catches Beagle on the arm. He drops his jazz master and rolls to the side. Oh shit, man! I'm only a simple bard, and he has disarmed me of my weapon. I hope nothing bad happens. <laughs> the Birdman <laughs> rushes forward again against the unarmed Beagle. The Birdman leaps into the air to perform an aerial strike. It looks like a direct hit, but right before, Beagle sidesteps with a natural speed and seizes the Birdman by the neck. Fangs sprout from his mouth, and he bites into the Birdman and begins draining all of his blood incredibly rapidly. Within five seconds, the Birdman has been turned into a desiccated corpse, and Beagle tries to wipe the blood from his mouth without anyone noticing. Holy come! Did you just suck that guy's blood? Oh, what are you talking about? You just drank that man's blood, man. What are you? No, no I, I, I totally use a spell. Listen, Kibo Sabi, no judgment here. I've drank more than my share of weird stuff. I honestly think it's cold that you're a vampire. I don't know if you notice this, but I'm a little bit of a brown onion. <laughs> Well, I just used, you know, my guitar to drain the guy's blood. Okay, well, then where did the blood go? Well, yeah, man, we shouldn't talk in the middle of battle. All right, you're the boss. The Birdman with the Big Rock is running towards Seda, trying to get close enough that he can throw the rock at him effectively. However, he is not being very careful, and he trips over Seda's 20-foot-long sword. Ah, uh, I got you where I want you. Cedar lifts his sword just a little bit, like one foot in the air, and brings it down upon the fallen birdman, chopping his head off and sending feathers flying. Looks like your bird is cooked. I already cooked in that one. Wait, I've got one. Hey, Cedar, it looks like your sword is pretty mighty, but you know what they say, my wizard pen is mightier than the sword. <laughs> Brian takes his wizard pen and writes the word Thunderbolt into the air. And then a big thunderbolt comes down from the sky, aiming at the birdman with the morning star. However, his thunderbolt hits the tree above his head and breaks off a big branch, and the branch falls on the birdman's head, killing him instantly. Ha! Looks like the branch doesn't fall far from the tree. Uh, that works, right? Uh-oh, here comes the last one. Eh, Coggy, I'm the one with the crescent blade! I mean, it's called a sickle. Uh, you know, the one with... That's shaped like a half moon or cacao, whatever else. I'm going to kill you with it! Oh man, I hope my wooden sword is up to the task! Lordo and the Birdman cross blades, and the wooden sword instantly snaps in half! The Birdman lunges at Lordo and pins him against the ground with his crescent blade right around Lordo's necks. Oh no, could this be the end? For the Chosen Boy? Suddenly, out of nowhere, a 20-foot sword appears and chops off the Birdman's head! Whoa! Who did that? Whose 20-foot sword was that? <laughs> Standing exactly 20 feet away, we see Cedar wielding his powerful blade. It was his blade all along. Ah, uh, it was me, Chosen Boy. Then, Swoggle comes over and jabs his dagger into the dead Birdman's ribs. I've got your back, Chosen Boy. Next, Beagle appears and starts stomping on the corpse. Chosen Boy, I do this for you! Lastly, Brian writes Thunderbolt in the air once again. He does the same move as before, and once again he accidentally hits a branch, and the branch falls on the 
dead birdman's desiccated corpse. Chosen boy, when I saw you in trouble, I started riding Thunderbolt as fast as I could, but it took me a little longer than the rest of the guys to do it. Wow, thanks everyone for saving me. I wasn't so sure about being the chosen boy at first, but Beagle, when I saw you relentlessly stomping on that corpse for my sake, I realized something. It doesn't matter who's the best fighter, or who racks up the highest kill count, or who uses the most thunderbolts. It's about our teamwork and camaraderie. Even if you guys are better fighters than me, I am more chosen than you. So we all have something to offer. With the evil Birdman felled, the party continues venturing into the tricky forest. Oh man, for like a tricky forest? Our path has been like pretty straightforward, man. Oh yeah, it's because I've been here so many times, I got the path memorized to the fairy den. Where to next? Oh, I don't know, I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we should head over to that den of fairies over yonder. Oh, uh, okay, I guess let's all just do what the chosen boy says to do. We see a fairy den appearing before them. There's lanterns filled with pollen. There's some mushrooms that are glowing. And there's some fairies living in a tree. There's a eeny weeny teeny bikini on the ground. There's some empty beer cans as well, like real cheap beer. There's a tiny Ford F-150 with some fairies chilling in the bed. And all the fairies are wearing jean shorts that are really short and quite frayed in the crotch area. The room <laughs> smells like the kind of Victoria's Secret perfume that a woman with a Chucky from the Rugrats tattoo would be wearing inside of an Applebee's in the Florida <laughs> panhandle. You know exactly what I mean. So, uh, there's no way we're finding a virgin here. Maybe one of the really young ones. Yikes. Okay, chosen boy. Pull yourself together. Oh, that's fucking disgusting, chosen boy. Uh, that's the kind of nasty shit I say when I'm rubbing my hard orange rocket. Whoa, whoa, wait. Is it orange? Yeah, when I want to fuck. Hey, uh, Ordo. You're the chosen boy, right? So, uh, I think you gotta go talk to them. Jeez, I don't know, fellas. What would a girl like that want with a guy like me? <sighs> do I gotta do everything around here? Alright, here, watch a pro. Brian walks over to a fairy who's drinking a Budweiser in the truck bed and has a Brenda Warner haircut. You know, Kurt Warner's wife, just Google it. <laughs> uh, you come here often? <laughs> no need to answer. The name's Brian. I'm basically a Merlin. Uh, when I'm not doing spells with my wizard pen, I'm hitting the pen. My vape pen, that is. It's full of silly wizard weed. You ever smoked it before? <laughs> no need to answer. Just put this on your lips and, and just inhale a little. You're coming at me with a lot right now, and I like that. I'm gonna do the silly wizard weed and see what it's all about. Basically, you suck on the pen, and then you blow some wacky shapes with the smoke, like elephants or rings. Watch me. <laughs> you see that? I made a purple dragon out of smoke. Now, don't bring up dragons anymore, because we've got a problem with one right now. You brought it up. Be that as it may, why don't you hit this shit? Here goes nothing. <laughs> 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 
as she exhales, she blows a sort of smoke triptych, one part that shows a sexy beach party with people getting freaky. The second one is a nightclub, but imagine if there was a nightclub where instead of dancing, everyone was getting head. And then lastly, the third part is the famous Jesus dinner, which is not well known on this planet. Uh, not great. But you'll get the hang of it. Oh, that's some nasty stuff going on here. Swoggle starts rubbing himself all over his pants, and he doesn't seem to mind that everyone notices. Aye, you like to party, fairy? Oh, yeah. My name is Dandy Suckle, by the way. Oh, well, I'm Swoggle. I'm kind of like a far James Bond like to fuck. Yeah, and I'm Brian. I'm kind of like if James Bond liked to smoke wizard weed. That was really silly. I'm like just, uh, Biegel. <laughs> uh, I wasn't going to introduce myself, but uh, since everyone else did, uh, so I'm Cedar. And I'm Lordo, the chosen... Well, I'm always trying to try new things. Anyone else have something for me to smoke? Oh, well, I got this uh, crazy orange So, speaking (laughs) of partying and being crazy and smoking shit, you ever had a boyfriend, sweetheart? Honey, this Ford F-150 has driven around the forest more times than you think. All right, all right. Are you a virgin, though? Oh, yeah. I mean, I've done some hand stuff, you know? Up and down, back and forth. But, but not like uh, too much hand stuff, right? Nah, I mean, I haven't taken the plunge with my shit down there. Not the business is closed or anything, but if you're some kind of sexy fairy that lives in a tricky forest, there isn't a lot of beefcake studs to wrangle and ride like the fuck machines they are. Do you know what I mean? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. I hope it doesn't sound like I'm coming on to you because I'm not. Uh, As it so happens, we actually know this crazy beefcake fuck machine pure pleasure rod who only exists to give women carnal pleasure. Is that something you might be interested in? Hey, there's a first time for everything, including getting wild and freaky with a damn psycho sex god who'll rip this shit up. It's it's getting pretty weird in here. Can I grab your boobs? Whoa, whoa! Hey, come on. We're traveling with the chosen boy here. The chosen boy. Let's keep it PG-13. Now, come on. I've had sex before. It was with the old crone. (laughs) She was a junior when I was a freshman. It was actually kind of a big deal in school when I told everyone about it. All right. I think we're like, you know, getting a little off track here. We're making Lordo have to lie about having sex. We just, like, really stopped embarrassing him. You know, he's already so fucking stinky. Oh, I was wondering what that smell was. Uh, yeah, he's, uh, he's a smelly boy, all right, yeah, but he's also our chosen boy. So, uh, listen, would you, uh, want to meet the aforementioned fuck machine that Brian told you about? He's a real, uh, what you call a looker. Yeah, man, like, what about the other thing in our plan? Like, you know, something about a bicycle? Icicle. Oh, yeah, icicle. Oh, those never-melting icicles over there in that frozen cave? <laughs> One time, a dragon walked right into one and killed him instantly. Oh, pretty, pretty good. <laughs> but that has nothing to do with any of this. Yeah, I mean, like that's like that's totally great. Let's just you know grab one, you know, maybe just in case, you know, before we head back to you know that fuck machine. The party walks around looking at the icicles, arguing about which one has the best shape for stabbing. Swoggle is pointing at ones that look like penises and saying those ones look good. Hey, hey, Lardo, come over here and look at this one. 
What's up? Okay, I'll be right there. Lordo looks over a small ledge at a bunch of icicles that look kind of like penises. Just kind of. <laughs> and as he shrugs, he feels a tiny dagger entering his thigh. Ow! Fuck! Gotcha! I told you! Fucking told you! You fucking idiot! Don't trust anybody! I'm here on wheels! I'm built to fucking jack off! I feel like God! <laughs> Uh, here's a really long one. <clears throat> uh, let's use this. Uh, can someone else carry it, though? My sword is so big that I can't really carry an icicle. I got a crazy magic chest we can keep it in for safekeeping. Oh, man, well, like, what's so crazy about it? It's shining like gold on the outside. The inside is goat leather with a killer sound system in it. If someone wants to play music for the ice, well, well, like yeah, I got all the music covered. I, you know, I've been seeing my shit songs all over all long time, and I haven't really gotten better. But you know, you know what they say it is what it is. You know, I've you know kind of plateaued as an artist, and you know maybe I accept it because it is what all I am. You're also a vampire. I saw you drink that bad blood. Yeah, I can't hear what you just said because I'm like so excited about our adventure. <laughs> we should like hurry forward. No one should ever ask me any questions at all about my past and or origin. With that, the party leaves the tricky forest and returns to the village of Daleburg to confront the dragon. But when they arrive, they see a group of six bandits wielding clubs and slamming them bad acidly into their open palms. They have green bandanas, five are cross-eyed, and one of them is incredibly wall-eyed. Oh, oof, this is Otto, no? Stand aside, you slimy cross-eyed bandit fuck! <laughs> For I'm the chosen boy! Oh, you think that you chosen boy, do ye? I don't even know what that fucking means! It means... Well, I'm not sure what it means either. I was hoping Brian would explain it eventually. Be that as it may, I am going to save this town from you, or the dragon, or any combination of ne'er-do-wells that stand in our way! Oh! You couldn't possibly save anyone. Yo, what? Five seven? Soaking wet? I can smell your breath from here, stinky. Oh man, you guys too, huh? Wow. Maybe I'm not the chosen boy after all. Small hands. Freckles. Uh, he's got a lot of freckles too. Yeah. Honestly, no, didn't expect that. No sense of humor either. Oh, not for this bollocks. That weird eye gang is aching over this weird omelette and we making it our own. Uh, the weird eye gang? Like, why are you called that? Oi, on the account we've all optically divergent, <laughs> we've gonna be called the cross-eyed gang since most of us is cross-eyed. But Oswald over here is a wall-eyed as a bloated catfish on a bank of the Thames. Hello, mate. Oi, let's rob these blokes blind bros. Let's show them that everybody duck. Cedar lifts his sword to prepare a big 360-degree swing, and all the heroes duck, as well as one of the cross-eyed bandits. Not you, I meant the heroes. The cross-eyed bandit stands back up, and with the whoosh of his 20-foot sword, Cedar swings his mighty blade and swiftly decapitates all six of the bandits. Ah, they should have kept their eye on the prize, but now these bandit ruffians can see the only thing that's been stolen here. Was their lives. Oh man, like that's right. Yo! Now that the bandits have been vanquished, it's time to confront the evil dragon whose name I can't think of right now. Oh, Vaishupaitsu? Nah, nah, I think it's a different one. I'm pretty sure that's the one. Eh, 
All right, well, we need an insurance policy just in case the icicle doesn't work. Yo, I thought that's why we bagged that virgin. <laughs> Wait, what's up? Wait, can you go out of earshot for a minute, dandy suckle? This is guy stuff. <laughs> yeah, I need to take the edge off with a few marble reds anyways. I'll go stand over there for a while and suck them down two at a time. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> great, great, great. Anyway, if that dragon eats dandy suckle, he'll just ask for another virgin tomorrow, so we need a better backup plan. Ah, uh, I've uh, kind of already made my own plan on the uh, sly. I'm the chosen boy. I should be the only one making plans. Uh, but you're bad at it. Yeah, but... You're also, like, kind of stinky. Can I just say my plan? Uh, basically, I think we should poison Dandy Suckle so that when the dragon eats her, he dies. Also, I already poisoned her, but don't tell her. <laughs> uh, okay. When did you poison her? Hot music signifying a flashback begins to play. Oh, Dandy Suckle, uh... You are straight up a bubble butt Instagram baddie. I don't know what any of that means, but it sounds flattering. C can I do all finger stuff with you? Heck, I'm not one to say no to a good time. I'm game to throw some fingers back your way, hotshot. But where? We left my Ford F-150 in the forest. <laughs> Just follow me behind that tree. Little does she know I put some poison on my finger. What's that? Hulk music pulls us back out of the flashback. And after that, you can imagine what happened. It was freak nasty, and I had my tongue wagging in the air the whole time. My nipples, my nipples damn near cut through my fucking armor. <laughs> you think the dragon will be able to tell? Who cares? My life is a permanent vacation. No rules, no strings attached. Okay, okay, let's call Dandy Suckle back here and go to the castle. That dragon is about to taste his last meal. But he doesn't know poison is on the menu. Uh, what's up? Cuts to the interior of an incredibly large and dusty castle. We see a lone human with a broom and a mop, sweating buckets as he struggles to clean the large castle alone. All day, I tediously toil in this big, big castle. But somebody's got to clean it. It ain't much, but it's honest work. Who can say that nowadays? This stone floor isn't going to mop itself. Well, except that the one on the third floor, which is magical and does mop itself regularly. I wish there were glass windows in this castle. At least screens over the windows. Because leaves and dirt and stuff is always blowing in here and my job never ends. Oh, well. Also, I'd like to see the sky again. Been a couple years. This dragon works me to the bone. But it's better than turning into bones of a skeleton if you were to use his fire breath on me. Listen to me. I'm a crazy janitor yammering on when I got so much work to do. Oh, my God. I'm never going to get this castle done. Well, it's a weird job, but I'm a weird guy. And I'm doing it for an important reason. I hope that one day, one day that dragon will let me ride on his back. I hope someday I have the courage to ask. Outside the <laughs> castle, the party arrives. I can see the dragon up there, but I don't think he sees us yet. Well, let's just throw rocks at him till he notices us. Take this, you nasty worm! Swoggle hurls a rock and it sails through the castle window. Somewhere inside, we hear the janitor yelling in pain. Ugh, got me! Keep going. We'll get his attention eventually. After another dozen or so rocks all go sailing through the same window, nailing the janitor repeatedly on his proverbial noggin. Oh, Mama! Got me again! Ruth! 
my dead wife Ruth. Even though I'm still a pretty young guy, I'm coming for you, because the rocks are going to do me in. Finally, one rock goes over and taps the dragon. Oh, man, what's this rock doing? Did it fall upward at me? Or did someone throw it? I better have a look. You see me now, dragon. Meet your fate. Who are you again? Lordo, you gave me a kind of a quest yesterday? It doesn't sound like me. Ah, see, I knew we had the wrong dragon. Nah, I mean... I just forget sometimes. I give so many quests. Lordo, Lordo, Lordo. Still not ringing a bell. What's your last name? My name is Lordo. Lordo del Rings. It's <laughs> not doing anything for me. Uh, are you kidding me, man? Lordo del Rings. <laughs> well, that movie hasn't come out yet, so it's okay. It's still the olden days well, in the past. Well, like what movie? Exactly. What's a movie? Exactly. <laughs> Dragon, my name is Brian, and I'm here with my wizard pen to defeat you. Now come a little closer so I can reach you. Oh, I don't think I'm going to do that. Um, maybe if you got a virgin, I'll come over there. What am I doing here again? Say, Dandy Suckle, you're a virgin, right? Yeah, I really don't feel well right now. Man, if I was a hungry dragon, I'd eat her quick. I think you guys should take that poisoned virgin to the hospital. She's not poison. I don't know what you're talking about there. Well, maybe if you say so. I guess I could eat. I'll have a nibble. Oh, go right ahead. Oh man, if I was feeling better, I'd fight back. Viju swoops down from the big castle heights to get face to face with our heroes in the courtyard. He puts on a big bib and grabs a big dragon-sized fork and knife. Soup's on! Beagle starts sliding over the magical chest containing the icicle. At the same time, Viju takes a big bite of the fairy and eats the top half of her. <clears throat> Tastes a little poisoned. Besides, I'm already full. I couldn't have all this. What'd you guys do to her? I think... Did a goblin just finger her? And did a vampire do it too? Well, like, vampires aren't real. Just shut up. Let's, like, you know, stop talking about it. You guys are, like, all obsessed with it. And it's really boring to me. Like, it's fake. Funny, whatever. Lordo, now, grab the icicle from the chest. Lordo lunges at the chest and flips it open, only to see that the icicle has melted. <laughs> and there's just a bunch of water in there. Aw, oh, nuts. Oh, it appears you're all out of plans. And now I'm feeling playful. The dragon breathes fire all over the place. Oh, I've got a plan. Swoggle starts dragging the lower half of the fairy into the other room. <laughs> all right, so he's useless. I'm going to swing my big sword and see what happens. Cedar swings his sword in a big 360 and completely misses the dragon. <gasps> Accidentally slicing Swoggle in half instead. <laughs> oh, she got me. Desperately, Swoggle starts trying to reattach his top half to the fairy's bottom half to no avail. <laughs> this is gonna fucking work. <laughs> I'm done for. Don't marry me. Just feed me to some dogs on the street. And make sure some of them can see it so they get really freaked out. <laughs> uh, never mind him. A swing of my wizard's pen will fell this beast. Brian begins to write Thunderbolt into the air, but he typos it as Thunderbot, and a lightning robot appears before them. The dragon easily breathes some fire on it and melts it. As he does this, he ends up right next to Beagle. 
His neck's right there. Just bite him on the neck, Beagle. Uh, what? Like, why would I do that? I'm, you know, I'm, I'm gonna sing him a song. I said, been around the world to California. So, something, something should have warned you. Oh, what's that infernal noise? Angered, Viju sprays flames everywhere and roasts Beagle to the bone, killing him instantly. But he's a vampire. I didn't think that would. He probably died because there's garlic in my dragon breath. Without any virgins around, I've been eating pita bread, hummus with a little garlic, things of that nature. Hmm. Checks out. Anyway, looks like it's all up to me now, the chosen boy. But what can I do? The icicle melted. The virgin is, let's face it, she's had better days. And let's be honest here, I am a little stinky. I can't help it, but I am the chosen boy. Think, come on, think, chosen boy. While the chosen boy is yammering on, the dragon lunges at him with his fearsome fangs right in Lordo's face. Out of pure instinct, <laughs> the chosen boy reaches into his pocket and grabs the frog he got from the merchant earlier. You remember that? I hope you were paying fucking attention, because we really worked fucking hard on this twist. Anyway, Lordo tosses the frog right down the dragon's throat, and it takes him aback. That's your move. That's all you got. That's just a frog. It's too small for me to choke on or anything. Wait a second. This frog, it tastes, let's be honest, this frog tastes really, really slutty. Like the sluttiest creature on earth. Where, where did you find this frog? Some kind of slimy amphibian sex orgy. How could this frog be so slutty? Did Wilt Chamberlain own this frog and bring him around, fucking the other frogs he met? Did this frog go to Daytona Beach four times a year? What's this? He was even wearing a condom! The dragon coughs out a tiny frog-sized condom. <laughs> this is not going to be good for my stomach, I tell you that! Then suddenly there's a ton of explosions! Like a whole cluster-style explosion of tons of tons of explosions rolling through his enormous body. Also, in the explosion, Cedar dies! <laughs> However, Lordo and Brian managed to get away. Brian! Brian, we did it! We slayed the evil dragon! That's right, Chosen Boy! Just at that moment, Brian keels over and dies because he took too big of a hit of his silly wizard weed. He was the first person to ever die from it. Because he did it so much! Damn, even Brian didn't even make it out of this difficult battle. Lordo walks over to Brian, whose eyes are open after dying. Instead of closing his eyes like we might do on our planet, he opens his mouth to make Brian's face expression look even sillier. Well, I guess I'm the only motherfucker real enough to survive out here. D don't forget about me. I'm still alive. But you guys made a huge mess. It's going to take me forever to clean this up. But Janitor, you're free. You don't have to do anything. You don't understand. <laughs> My dream's ruined. Now I'll never fly on the dragon's back. <laughs> hey, Janitor. You know how I'm the chosen boy? No, but go on. Well, I never knew what that meant. Until now. You see, I can feel a change coming on. I think, yes, 
wings are growing from my very back. Angel wings, janitor, I can fly, I can fly. The janitor takes off his newsboy style hat and clutches it to his chest. Chosen boy, you're a flying boy. That's right, I can fly. I'm the chosen boy and I can fly. Come on, janitor, hop on. The camera pans to the janitor's face as a single tear rolls down. Ruth, my dead wife, we did it. I made it, my dream, our dream, it's coming true. You truly were the The chosen chosen boy. boy.